You're listening to What Devay Said About Music, the beard on the shoulder of Pirate Radio with your host, Bob Devay, your personal music pusher. So get high on his supply. And uh, I remember when I was in that little bitty radio station and I was playing all those rock and roll records? Well, that's what I'm doing right now. If you can visualize that, that's what all of us in radio do. Did you hear? 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 What do they say about music? But we deal in, in, in the buying and selling of, of people and talent for an evening. And I'd say it's, it's, it has to be the, the, the dirtiest business, but at the same, and the greasiest, but the most rewarding and the most challenging for, for, for where I, from where I see it. That would be dirty and greasy. The, the rottenness is in, we're in a business where you roll the dice, you can lose $10,000, you can make 10000 or a hundred. No, and when you have a lot of money involved, you will get all sorts of people. You will also get the, the huckster, the shuckster, the con man, and the good people. So it's dirty and greasy because the people who are in it, your, your competitors, uh, have shades of colors. It's not all purity and honesty. If there's a young man who has a great deal of talent and a manager comes to him and says, I will do work for you and I will be fair with you. And there's the other guy who says, listen, kid, I'll take care of you. I got these broads. I got this. Hey. So, and you have, to, you have to compete with that and at the same time have the ability. Thank and, you. I, I don't think there's any business that could be close to this in the grease that exists. And this next song is called I Want You to Want Me. And welcome back to What Duvet Said About Music. I'm your host, Robert Bob Duvet, and I want you to want me. Wow, it's been a while. Welcome back after a little bit of a hiatus. I am so happy to be back and be your voice of choice here at the White Hot Center, the, the core 
Ground Zero for music podcasting, the kitchen of my apartment in San Francisco, California, where we have a big show for you today. I don't know if you could divine by the intro, but that was music impresario Bill Graham, the one and only Bill Graham, in an interview talking about the uh, his days as a kindergarten teacher or as a rock and roll promoter, and that is probably more likely, given Bill Graham's resume. So we, in the spirit of rock promotion, I was lucky enough to sit down with two of San Francisco's local rock promoting sensations, the gentlemen of O'Reilly Productions, Miles O'Reilly and Fiecro Shaughnessy, who were kind enough to sit down with me at O'Reilly's in San Francisco, the flagship restaurant and bar in North Beach that they, uh, you know, used as a kind of a, a leaping off point to get into music promotion. And they have a big rock show that they are promoting coming up that I want to talk about with them and let you all know about. It is the Bonehead Barbecue being co-sponsored by local radio, classic rock radio station, The Bone. I, I feel no, uh, you know, um, conflict of interest. I will gladly support The Bone. And if they want to give me a job on the radio, I will gladly support that too. I, I, I will, of course, take you, my Davidians, with me. So we're going to be speaking for most of the show with the men of O'Reilly Productions, asking them how they got into the business, uh, their thoughts on how it is going up against uh, another Planet Entertainment, Live Nation, uh, the kinds of music they like to promote, and uh, the shows they have coming up in the future and the past. They are most well-known in the Bay Area for doing the SF Oyster Fest, which has been a mainstay in San Francisco for the past oh, 12 years running now. So you're going to get a lot of information from them. It's a really good interview. Great guys. Beautiful, lovely, lilting Irish accents for most of the hour. And then my uh, my little uh, dog and pony show that I, that I bring to it. I want to let you all know how you can reach me. As always, the phone number is 415-937-0445. Give us a call at What Duvet Said About Music. I love hearing about you. I got a bunch of calls backed up. I got your emails over the last month or so. I've been sifting through them. Next week's show, we're going to read a lot of that listener email. I'm going to really focus on getting out the information about the Bonehead Barbecue Fest in this episode because one of my all-time favorite bands, Cheap Trick, is playing on that bill Opening up for Stone Temple Pilots. I think Fuel is also, I know, in fact, Fuel is also on the bill. And a local band, The Hooks, uh, who have a bit of a Irish heritage going. So the boys are promoting their own as well. So it should be a great day out at the Fort Mason Great Meadow. Beautiful views of the Golden Gate Bridge and Alcatraz. No more picturesque venue than that. So I'll let them talk about that inter interview. I, like uh, I said, conducted that about, oh... Last Friday, over a few pints of beer, which may come through as well. We're going to play a lot of music as well on this show. So uh, the stuff that we talk about in the conversation will surface in the form of song because I like to give you meat with your potatoes. So as I mentioned, you can reach us at the phone number. Always write to us at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. I love getting your emails. You can follow me, Bob Duvet. At Twitter, or on Twitter, at Bob Duvet, capital B, capital D, Bob Duvet, D-U-V-E-T. 
and Facebook. Search for What Do They Said. You will see us, and by us I mean me, and my cohort, Jason Duplicity. We also host another podcast called The Tank, which is uh, all your, um, your, your daily news foddered up in a weekly wrap-up show where we wrap up what needs wrapping up. It's like Christmas every single week here at WDS. So let me set the stage a bit. As I mentioned, this interview was conducted about uh, three or four days ago at O'Reilly's Restaurant in North Beach, California. I will give Seamus plugs. Not a sponsor of the show, but hopefully soon will be. We talked for about 45 minutes. I kind of whittled it down to about a half an hour. Um, and you're going to hear us talk on a variety of subjects. I will... Um, Introduce the fellows once more. So, if you're keeping notes at home, we have Fiekra O'Shaughnessy, Miles O'Reilly's longtime partner, and of course, Miles O'Reilly himself, the namesake of O'Reilly Productions, who joined me and we talk about all things under the sun music and rock and roll promotion, and uh, with the scepter of Bill Graham everywhere because we were in San Francisco. So, without further ado, I am going to give you. Stone Temple Pilots, to lead us off into our interview with the men of O'Reilly Productions as we discuss the upcoming Bonehead Barbecue, co-presented by The Bone in San Francisco, Classic Rock 107.7, and O'Reilly Productions, your favorite local rock and roll promoters who have given us the SF Oyster Festival and shows too numerous to mention, but will be mentioned in the interview. I have done enough yapping. I think I am satisfied with the amount of yap I've used to lead off this show. Let us get to the show proper.
I am very pleased to be sitting down here and talking with Fikra O'Shaughnessy, Miles O'Reilly. They are the two-headed monster that is O'Reilly Productions, local music product, uh, production house here, but also you guys have done festivals up and down the state, right? Well, we started back in 1989 because we always found any excuse to have, have a drink yeah. and any excuse to combine drink with, drink with uh, music and music with food. That's the way we were brought up in Ireland. And we just felt that there was a, an opportunity to you know, do a fusion of um, stout in general with oysters, which was our which was our passion. So the oyster for everybody that's listening, the oyster fest is a perennial thing. It's what started thing. it off. How many yeah, years yeah. gone are we at now? Uh, Twelve. Twelve, 12. years. In between that, the Oyster Festival, we've done other events in, um, you know, in the Palace of Fine Arts. We've done, done Dunvin Philip Leach, we've done Mary Black, and that was one of the best concerts we ever did with Dunvin Philip Leach. And also, probably the best other artists that we've worked with as well was Michael Franti. So we're chopping between different types of events. We put on events in Cafe de Nord. We just love music, and we do it more for the, the love of the music because the music speaks. So many languages, just like we proved this year with Rodrigo and Gabriela, mm -hmm. uh, who were one of the best. Mexican rumbo, flamingo, classical kind of rock uh, guitarists in the world. There's two people and we felt um, we were going to put them on because we wanted to bring this kind of eclectic kind of type of music apart from Michael Fountain, Spearhead, Cake, you know, Dropkick Murphys, yeah. you know, Frog and Molly, um, Black 47, a lot of all different bands we played. I was going to say, the eclecticism to the... with the, the shows you guys have been putting on. But when you think when we went back like to doing like uh, Danu, Dervish, um, a lot of the tra traditional Irish bands coming out of Ireland, you know, there's probably no band that came out of Ireland that we didn't put on mm -hmm. in, the, in, in, the, in the traditional Irish way, which we really, that is our core of where the music actually came from and as you know the Irish music um, brings in a great fusion of all types of Aboriginal music just like we did a couple of weeks ago over in Catholic North Nemo Moyle from the Hothouse Flowers mm -hmm. you know we also went on Keela with Ron O'Shaughnessy when we had O'Reilly's Holy Grail over on Polk Street but we're we just love putting on music and we like to promote kind of local acts as well and people that are you know tr trying to get up on stage we usually do that as an introductory way and um, Fikra being a couple of years younger than myself he has more of a, uh, a finger on the pulse as regards the young and up-and-coming bands mm -hmm. where I would be kind of um, the nitty-gritty nitty, <laughs> nitty dirt band and all these great bands that I grew up with but I probably grew up with cl classic rock yeah. and even in doing this festival now that we're doing in um, three weeks time with Stone Temple Pilots and also with Cheap Trick and also with Fuel, uh, I find that listening to that sort of music uh, brings you back like to Deep Purple and Leonard Skinner and all these great, great, great yeah. fabulous bands. If from you can the past get Deep Purple by, back together, that would be fabulous. <laughs> we actually tried to do Joe Santorini, but unfortunately he was uh, indisposed to be able to do it. But he would have been great, even though he's a younger member of um, of Deep Purple. Yeah. But yeah, it all started back about 12 years ago when we started putting this together, and we found that and there wasn't that much uh, kind of. Um, attendance from the, the countryside, not the country, but even though we did a country act called West Coast Country last year, mm -hmm. uh, we, we've tried everything because we feel the city needs um, to keep live music alive. Uh, there's so much of kind of vinyl being spun and everything like that, a lot of DJs here and there and everything like that and rap and everything like that. It's very, very hard to beat putting on the live music. It's, it's, a, great, it's a great gift, it's a great honour, and but there's an awful lot of work involved in it, as you can imagine, like the permits and uh, yeah, the various different restrictions that goes on in creating a festival that will accommodate 15,000 people. And the most important thing is safe and secure, you know, and we want to do everything, you know, with respect, with respect to other people as well. And it gets harder and harder all the time. 
but uh, just like um, Guy Carson from Café de Nord, his passion is in the music. There ain't that much money in it. I mean, to say people think um, you make a fortune out of it. It costs an astronomical amount of money to put these gigs on. Mm -hmm. And you're really hoping and praying that, the, the first of all, the event will be attended. And it's an attended in the sense that um, it's an awareness of bringing back this great music and having a great... Um, location to do yeah. it in and I think we found a location apart from Washington Square Park where we did it for probably seven years and we've also combined the non-profit organizations in it as well so we tried to take care of a lot of people by bringing in non-profit organizations bringing in volunteers volunteers from team and training using um, kind of the local uh, North Beach uh, neighborhood kind of um, homeless people that do a lot of the cleaning up and everything uh -huh. like that but basically our love is for the music and just 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 on saying that you know with the music we always try to go back to our roots even though we're getting away from that now with the type of music we're playing now um, with the traditional Irish dance. We yeah. like to bring in the traditional Irish dance. We brought it in this year in front of um in front of this year's band, which was um, Rodrigo A. Gabriela. Before that, we had Guster and Pepper and Tea Leaf Green. Mm -hmm. But I really find, and we get a great buzz out of the fact that, um, you know, all traditions die hard. A lot of people are deprived of seeing, like, the Celtic culture and the Irish culture. Mm -hmm. And, like, being O'Reilly's Productions, we try to stick with what we know, which is traditional Irish music and Irish music. And also, we've extended out now more or less into the commercial field. And we're, we are a kind of a mom and pop kind of small, small company. Mm -hmm. You know, there's only a couple of us involved in it. And um, we try to get acts that will command a lot of presence and everything like that. But as we go on and on and on, we find that these dinosaur acts are really killing us financially. So we, yeah. we're going in a direction where we would like to probably get uh, lo lower key local acts charge a lesser price to get in and um, expand the attendance from all different age groups coming to these a, festivals. a good direction know? to go in. So, I mean, obviously you started off small scale doing thing doing you know bringing bands that you loved a lot of focus on traditional irish bands and, and irish music in in north beach proper when you start moving into those kind of waters of the larger production houses and you're going up against live nations and another planets and all that stuff and being a, like you said a mom and more small mom and pop production what is that like to navigate? Is it as sorted as it seems? Uh, yes and no. We we don't want to go up against the big guys. Mm -hmm. So what we try to do is find those grey areas between what they do. Um, you have to imagine the Oyster Festival it started before there was any Outside Land or mm -hmm. Treasure Island Music Festival or even before Hardly Strictly Bluegrass started. So, you know, there was less competition from other uh, festivals mm -hmm. back then um, since then they've come in and they make it hard it's three months exclusivity either side for every band Interesting. Um, yeah. they also have two events in the case of another planet so that and then they have the Greek theatre, mm -hmm. the Graham Auditorium they book bands 365 days of the year so it makes it hard to find acts yeah. so you go out there and you try to find that grey area between what they're doing. The Oyster Festival stands on its own. It's as much about the festival as it is about whatever music mm -hmm. is there. But one of the grey areas we tried to find was the Country Festival last year. It went really well, but unfortunately there's no country station in San Francisco anymore. Yeah, and I yeah. love country music, and I wish more country music. Yeah. It almost seems like they skip 
the Bay Area because there isn't that sort of country scene built in. Well, I think we proved the point last year. I mean, so we had four Grammy Award winners, Zach Brown, I mean, to say, unbelievable. I mean, to say, to book him this year, you're talking about a half a million dollars. Wow. Now, Zach Brown was absolutely brilliant. You've booked Ryan overseas. Bingham, too, in the past. Ryan right? Bingham yeah. was just absolutely fabulous, you know, with Crazy Heart and uh, T-Bone Burnett, and then Jared Neiman and the band called Perry. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. I've always wanted to do it ever since the day we had Fiddler's Green, then we wanted to open up the Celtic Cowboy. I felt it was a niche there for because apart from the fact of the music, there's a great... Um, demonstration of uh, demonstrativeness of people dressing up in hats and I thought that San Francisco, which they do love to dress up in their attire and act out that particular day and it was a huge success, a huge success but you know Looking at it, it was a fabulous success in the way. I really don't know if San Francisco was the, the base for doing something as big as we went to do. Uh -huh. Even though we had 11,000 people there and we were using the, the Wolf Radio Station and the bands were just absolutely amazing. And it's something that we don't want to let go. Unfortunately, this year, uh, we did book Miranda Lambert. We were going to do a two-headed two uh, festival, one on the 20th, one on the 21st, mm -hmm. one called West Coast Country Festival with Miranda Lambert. And... Um, um, Gloriana was also on it, and Dayton, Dayton, Dayton Hayes, and uh, Walker, Hayes. Uh, Walker Hayes, yeah. And what was Dayton, Dayton's last name? Uh, Carl, Jesse Dayton. Like Jesse Dayton, yeah. yeah. So, like, we're really looking forward to doing it this year, but unfortunately, Miranda Lambert, you know, got in the family way, you know, and yeah. she's pregnant, so um, they didn't feel that uh, the agency, Michael Morris, didn't feel, you know, was going to be a, a great a great attendance uh -huh. or whatever, but the, with the demise of the Wolf Radio Station, we decided... You know, we can't really do it without without the backing of that station, yeah, it's you nice know. To have the but we still have it on the sideline that we're going to do it again at a different location. But um, we were fortunate to be uh, groomed by um, Cumulus Radio Station that they wanted us to do another couple of festivals, which was the, the Bonehead. Yeah, maybe Barbecue we should bash. talk there because that's coming up on August 20th. August the 20th, it's yeah, Saturday. it was called Temple Pilots, and it's you a, know. It's a noon to seven thing, and it's out at the Fort Mason Center where you right. guys do the Actually, Oyster the, Festival. The Great right? Meadow at Fort Mason. The Great, the great Meadow, Meadow you know? at Fort Mason. Yeah. Okay, we're going to make sure everybody gets all the. It's outdoor. Uh, the center is an indoor. So, and that's being kind of uh, co-promoted with the Bone Radio Station out well, here. The Bone Radio Station are promoting it, and Stone Temple Pilots, you know, being the, the iconic band of the '90s, beginning yeah. with the release of the new album Cold in 1992. You know, it's something that I think is very, very popular in the yeah. Bay Area, and they had an MTV Awards and everything like that. So we just felt, you know, we're going to give it our best shot. We're going to go for gold on this one, and we're going to complement it with, um, you know, Cheap Trick, which yeah, is a fabulous band. Let's not forget band, about you know? Cheap Trick. I mean, no, who can ever yeah. forget about Cheap yeah. Trick and everything like that? There were other bands we were interested in looking mm -hmm. at as well, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. So we want to do a classic rock yeah. like Joe Santriani and everything like that. But unfortunately, it's a bit late in the season, so a lot of these bands are... Committed. But the fact that we're involved in music and the fact that we're promoting music and the fact that we're capable of doing it, and we tried to keep our ticket price very, very low, and we tried to make the facilities extremely admirable to everybody, and also the, um, the location looking out over the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. But um, the stage is a statement on its own. We got Frank Gallagher, the sound technician, who's the sound guy. We're talking, uh, sorry, not we're talking heads, but um, with um, Buddy Guy for many, many years, Tom Tom Club, B52s. You know, so we got we got the best musical people. We got the musical directors backstage. We got the great stage presence as well you know the the stage is just a fabulous presentation frank is fabulous um everybody that we, we surround ourselves with very 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 experienced people that yeah. are very more knowledgeable about us like we come up with the ideas we come up with the momentum we come up with the the whole concept of wanting to promote the music mm -hmm. and keep keep that music alive on a very very low budget that we have as well so we'd like people to support support o'reilly's productions yeah
how do you guys go about picking, you know, picking a genre or, 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 or do you start with bands and then well, you start building up from there? Again, it's talking about falling within picking the gray areas between what's out there uh-huh. already. And if you look at Outside Lands this year, and it does vary from year to year, mm-hmm. it is very, very indie pop um, mm-hmm. this year. So you don't want something that is too similar, especially when you're so close to it. Yeah. What it doesn't have a lot of is classic rock. So classic rock seems like a perfect vehicle to give people an alternative. And um, this year, you know, Stone Temple Pilots, they've sold over 40 million records for their career. And they're hot on a reunion uh, sure. vibe and tour, yeah, right? Because absolutely. And... Uh, Another reunion tour, probably. <laughs> you know, that's that's the way to make money. And a lot of those bands from the 90s <clears throat> are making comebacks. Soundgarden yeah. have just come back, and I suppose they're the new classic rock, you know, the yeah. way Green Day are almost considered classic rock it's nowadays, true. too. Yeah. Um, they're our generation. As we get a little older, um, yeah. you know, what was our father's classic rock is not our classic rock. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, like yeah. they're the Zeppelins of, of a younger generation than ours. Absolutely. You know? And it's when you actually start listening to, to them, you rem- realize how many huge hits they had in yeah. the 90s one after another you know it's it's unbelievable so know? did stp kind of uh you looked at who might be available you you settled on classic rock as as the kind of focus mm-hmm. and then is it a matter of okay so stp are they touring currently with cheap yes Trick? they are so was that, that no they're not touring with cheap trick oh, they, they are touring um, well saying that we wanted to um that's um, Stone Temple Pilots are our classic rock. Mm. Uh, Cheap Trick are the classic rock of another generation yeah. as well. So now we give people classic rock from the 90s, classic mm. rock from the 70s. We have Fuel, which are a little more current, but fill, fit that rock bill. Mm-hmm. And the Hooks are a local San Francisco band. Really, really good. And uh, this is as much about giving an opening to a hot local band. We think they're hot anyway, and people deserve to hear them. I think that should be noted because that's, you know, the focus of O'Reilly Productions has always been giving kind of a voice in a a large audience to bands that are slugging it away here in the clubs. And people that go to these festivals are a different type of audience. Well, Fuel is a local band, you know, like... uh uh, the Hooks are a local band, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they're, they're Bay Area hardcore kind of uh, emo scene yeah. that Fuel is, and we're fortunate to get them, they have a great number out at the moment, and um, we're very happy with the lineup. I think those those fan bases, too, are a lot more loyal than a lot of the fan bases of the bands that are playing at an outside lands, where there are kind of flavors of the month, and a lot of the bands that are on the bill... Now for outside lands are kind of like already seen as passe because they just get churned over in the internet fuel uh, and the hype machine. I agree with you. Like um, a few years ago, Arcade Fire and Muse would not have been considered Coachella or outside line headliners. Yeah. They are flavor of the month. Amazing what a few Grammys can do. Yeah. But where will they be next year? The year after? Who yeah. knows? It all depends on the next album. Yeah. But. I suppose what makes someone classic rock is that for an extended period of time, they put out album after album after album that sold well and that people remember even 20 years later, 30 years later. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, Cheap Cheap Trick has got... I mean, they they came out in the 70s, but people remember it like it was yesterday. And they're still killing it.
to do Wasted hours that you make new And turn into You just heard Arcade Fire doing Wasted Hours, and before that, Muse doing Uprising, as we were discussing them in the previous segment of our conversation with the Men of O'Reilly's production. I love saying the Men of O'Reilly's production because it makes it sound like they're like uh, Chippendales dancers. But actually, very interesting interview so far. We're going to get back to it. we got another couple segments of that interview. We're going to be playing some more music interspersed along with it. Thanks for staying with us. Here at What Duvet Said About Music, as always, I am Robert Bob Duvet, and away we go, back to the interview. Something the Oyster Festival gives us, because we've never tied into any particular kind of music for the Oyster Festival, mm -hmm. we have a total open book every year. On That's what the most kind, interesting thing about it, because the bill kind of is so diverse. Always. Yeah. Um, and it'll be very much, you know, do they fit? Do they fit the audience? Mm -hmm. uh, do they fit the price? And are they available? Yeah. And if they are, it could be any kind of music. And you know, we, we're definitely going to keep it that way. It's oh, going I to be an eclectic bill. It's always going to be a different style of music from any given year. And we do like lo local acts as well. I mean, you can see that through our track record. Cat Cake, Michael Franti, we've had Chuck Prof playing. We're, we're flabbergasted uh, how wonderful an awful lot of these bands actually are you yeah. know they've been so gracious and kind even though their exterior kind of skin looks you know hard to get through like uh, we're very 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 happy with Michael Franti and Spearhead I mean uh -huh. to say I think you know with respect to Michael Franti we gave him the great opportunity playing in the in the Bay Area with the Oyster Festival and he's uh, like a giant in his own right but apart from that like 
he's just a gentleman and a beautiful man and he incorporated a wonderful show and he does his you know his, um his own love fest as well and he yeah. was fabulous and uh you know cake was absolutely fabulous even though they were spoken about to be the difficult band to deal with all these people are all fabulous to do so deal i mean with, is that know? like with such a small operation is it you and figure that are doing the the dealings with the, the agents, the managers, and all that other stuff. No, we ably helped by uh, Guy Carson from Cafe de Guy Carson from Cafe de Dors, a great friend of ours. Talent. And, um, you know, he, he, he works, as I was saying earlier on, that's why I brought in Café de Nord, where he has his passion for live music. And being friends with his for a long, long time, we respect him, we love him, we admire him. And uh, he's been great at working for the, better, the betterment of uh, a small production company like ourselves. And getting back to having this relationship with all the, with the, the music people, um, like after, I think, Michael Franti and Cake and a lot of the other bands, um, a lot of the agents and the agencies uh, respect us and look to us to say like, like these guys are just not a Royalist Productions, these guys are, you know, they're very genuine, honest people that try to yeah. put on a very, very good show and everything like that. And I think it leaks down, it percolates down to the bands. And um, because it, you, we never look, it, it, it's human nature and being what it is. We treat people with respect, the band treats us with respect, we give them a good rider, we accept a rider, we look after them with their, um, we don't um, allow too much intrusion on their mm -hmm. privacy that's back there. It's like Van Morrison said, just let me do the nine to five show, you know, after that just piss off, don't don't bug me and everything like that. Yeah. There's yeah. some there's some people, you know, like Zach Brown that was very gracious and the majority of them are rather gracious, but they do the gig and they just want to be left alone and it's that area that's a kind of a grey area that a lot of people say, well, you know, blah 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 but we've been very fortunate being a very very small independent um kind of family owned company like yeah. Fick and I are basically brothers you know we've yeah. been together for you know 20 years running running this whole show and everything mm -hmm. like that and like his kids and my kids straight, hang out brothers and you know brothers, brothers <laughs> and arms you know but um i think it works wonders in getting these bands because they respect the fact that it's not a huge 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 outfit you know like outlands festival and everything yeah. like that and you know a lot of people will kind of say things about outlands festival where they restrict all these bands not to be allowed to be playing with with smaller companies and everything like that mm. which stinks you know because they can't play six months of here and there and everything like that yeah, so yeah. they really try to do squeezes out everything like that well that's fine okay let them do that but well, i mean to say um you know a lot of people bill graham they learn from bill graham you know a lot of people yeah. know, know it's the a legacy of brutality yeah yeah <laughs> there's yeah, no such yeah. thing as good competition in his yeah, mind yeah. Yeah. and outlands have done absolutely fabulous just amazing well, i mean to say like the slims and everything like that they're amazing out there and it's so hard to put these shows on but it's a great feat and it's a great um it's a great a great um gift to be able to do this, a great honour to be able to do this in America, coming from Ireland to do this in yeah, San Francisco. Were, were there inspirations so for, for you guys being from Ireland? Were, were these festivals just kind of a a staple in, in your lives growing up? Were there big music festivals uh, like this? Or um, I mean, we started doing this because of the Oyster Festival, mm -hmm. and that was definitely something that is Galway Oyster Festival and Clarenbridge Oyster Festival. Uh -huh both on the west coast of Ireland, they they are huge and have been going on since the 50s. So that that was a big part. And it was, can we give San Francisco, which loves its oysters and has got its oyster growing area around, something similar. From that, the music production grew. Uh -huh. um, are there concerts in Ireland? Absolutely. I mean, every year the one at Slane Castle was uh, one of the biggest ones Oxygen, in the world. Oxygen, yeah. the Electric Picnic is absolutely colossal. The Glassbury Festival, which is. Um, I mean, those festivals have three, four hundred thousand people. Oh, unreal, yeah. unreal.
reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance.
That's San Francisco's The Hooks doing I for One. We're going to link up to everything we're talking about on the show today. So far, that's been the first hour of our show, What Duvet Said About Music, with our guests, Miles and Fiecra from O'Reilly Productions. In the second hour, we're going to get back to some more conversation with them, some more music in the classic rock vein, because that's where our conversation kind of drifts to, some of the bands that we both like. So I'm going to play you some more music. I want to give you some information regarding the Bonehead Barbecue, which is being held at, as we've mentioned in the interview, San Francisco's Fort Mason, the Great Meadow, beautiful outdoor setting. This show is going to go from noon until 7 p.m. It's headlined by Stone Temple Pilots. Opening up will be Cheap Trick, the Bay Area's own Fuel, and San Francisco's own The Hooks. It's a great bill. Children under 12 are in for free. Dogs are welcome on a leash. There's going to be all kinds of information on the Bones website, which I will link to on my blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com. Again, that's www.whatduvaysaid.com. There's going to be a link and a little story written about the festival. So you can go there and you can get your tickets via Snag Tickets. Go to snagtickets.com. They have a very, very low service charge. It's not like those bastards over at Live Nation and Ticketmasters. Snagging Tickets, again, a local entity that O'Reilly Productions works with. So I think we believe we talk about Snag Tickets and some of uh, the partners that they work with. They mentioned Cafe Du Nord as well, uh, the booker over there who they work with to put together these fine, fine shows. So it is indeed a local San Francisco gang putting this stuff together, which I personally love and endorse. I also endorse myself this show. Write to me at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. And the phone number again is 415-937-0445. We are going to get to our second hour of the What Duvet Said About Music show. Again with our special guests, Fiecra and Miles. And we're going to get into some more trouble, play some more music. Really good to be back with you all after my little month break. So we have some great things coming up, which I'll tell you, tell you about at the end of this show. And again, please support your local music scene, you San Franciscans listening. Those of you that are from San Francisco, it's a reason to come out that listen to the show. So let's get back into The Rock. It's just something that we're born with, I think, the Irish. They love to um, they love to promote and they love to talk and they love music and they work hard and they play hard, but they really appreciate that kind of um, vocabulary between people where music does break down an awful lot of barriers and the Irish do break down an awful lot of barriers. And, of course, where there's a little bit of drink involved and everything like that, it makes everything run yeah. so much more smoothly. But um, it's the way we were raised. I mean, to say, we went to all the great concerts back in Ireland. We've seen the Stones. We saw, you know, like, you go back to... Uh, like um, Ian Dury and the Blockheads and you go back to um, Davis and uh, Joy Division and you go back to you know um, Joe Jackson and these great wonderful acts that played in Ireland all the time not to mention the two brother Ray Davis Davis and the oh, Kings you know yeah, yeah. sorry after yeah. a couple of points yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> would be and that was great you know King's that was the sort of things that we loved that to do you know yeah. the well, Kings reunion get those two guys in the that, same you know? room I well they'd probably kill each other yeah, yeah. 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 No. but that was just amazing to see that and like there's just the beauty of listening to the music and the who that we've seen so many times as well it's just it's just it's amazing like being there and it's amazing being part of it and amazing in, in, in putting something on like that and you know getting to know these people a little bit better and to understand the genius of the the 
the mind behind it yeah. all, like getting back to Van, I mean, to say his poetry is just absolutely incredible. Like, who can write poetry like that? I mean, to say, apart from Leonard Cohen, I mean, to say, we had the pleasure of meeting Leonard Cohen there a couple of months ago as well. Wow. And that was just one of the wow, best shows. Yeah. David Byrne from Talking Heads, I mean, to say, this is beautiful. But now I'm reminded by my, my, my the youth of today, you know, like, um, they'll come in and talk about these bands. And, you know, if we kind of settle back and kind of listen to them, just amazing. I, I would say it's safe to say that we can look forward to you two guys doing a lot more of this because it's your passion. So we keep on trying to find that, that, that beautiful kind of um, formula in bringing bands that complement each other. So like Guy and Fikru goes out looking for these bands. You know, okay, you can get Stone Temple Pilots, but we have to complement them with these other bands and everything like that. But we would love to do a lot of more personalised, intimate shows where, you know, it's quality, not quantity, you gotcha. know? yeah. Because today There's everybody... something in, in a club or a venue. Yeah. Club, clubs are nice, but getting that outdoor experience is really well. Like Bimbo's and the Cherokee Eyes, they do a great job. It's such a, a beautiful setting. Look at the Yoshi's, it's absolutely fabulous. The Independent and all the these places, How much does the weather play a factor in, in throwing... Because in San Francisco, there's nothing if unpredictable when it comes yeah. to the weather. It's a huge worry. It's a huge worry, but, like, so it's ironic, you know... Rain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when we did the Oyster Festival for 12 years, never, ever, ever has it rained in 12 years. Even though when we did it on April the 1st here in, in North Beach, I mean, it was amazingly success successful. In actual fact, it was known as O'Reilly's weather because it was just so unclimatic that the, the you weather... You might have to start throwing more shows. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
People being nice. It's nice to be nice. It's yeah. nice to be important, but yeah. it's important to be nice. Yeah, it is an oasis away from the craziness of living in the city and having everybody kind of shuffling it's past It's so each beautiful. Other. It's yeah. so beautiful to sit out there in Fort Mason. I mean, to say it's so low key. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, we need our police. To, we need the SFPD. They're a very important part of our our institution here and everything like that. But they're so low key. They're so cool. Rangers are so cool, yeah. and everybody's sitting together and just. Terribly difficult times when there's a lot of people being slaughtered and murdered and persecuted all over the world. For us to be sit here, we're so fortunate to be here. And people should strive that little bit more to make that effort to get out and see the music and not question, like, well, what am I getting for this and what am I getting for that? You know, if we're charging $35 into the Oyster Festival, like you're seeing bands that you probably pay $100, to $200 yeah. to go to big clubs yeah. or anything like that. And then you get the facility of being able to enjoy yourself in a very secure, safe, safe environment. And and a, and a safe way home and everything like that. And it's also very very memorable to be able to talk to your children in years later on, saying, "Well, I saw all these different yeah. bands, and it doesn't really matter who put them on, but somebody has to put them on." And um, it's it's not really anything more else to do. The fact of the the, the experience in doing so, as I said. You know, we've been doing it 13, 14 years. We don't have a pot to piss in. We still keep on doing it. We still keep on striving to do it. You know, we would be dangerous if we had brains. We'd be dangerous <laughs> if we had money. But we do love music yeah. and we respect all types of music, from classical music to, to punk music to rock music. And we are very affiliated with punk in so many ways growing up with the Pogues and also the Popes as well. And also in Dury and in, just great, great, great music I, out there. I we just want to keep on doing it. I think it, it's know? safe to say that you're doing God's work in a little bit of, you know, a slice of heaven out here in San Francisco. Too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, thank you so much thank you, for, Robert, for talking indeed. with me. Yeah. Again, we are going to get all links to all of these things, where they can get tickets, upcoming events. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll see it all on, on the What Do They Said site. And I really appreciate you sitting down talking with me because... Uh, it is something that needs to, the word needs to get out and people need to get out there and support some of our local promoters and uh, the great music you guys are doing. And have a good time doing it. I appreciate, I appreciate you both for, for, for joining me. Thank you very much, Bob. Thank, Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, it was a yeah, pleasure. Yeah, indeed. And to everybody out there, this fabulous that we actually see you guys coming here and we thank them, not us or the bands. It's, it's these guys, it's the youth of today that actually makes it. That's right, the youth of today, folks. No true words were spoken. That was my interview with Miles and Fiecra from O'Reilly Productions. I really do hope you go out there and support the Bonehead Barbecue Music Festival presented with The Bone 
thrown by O'Reilly Productions, featuring Cheap Trick, Stone Temple Pilots, Fuel, and The Hooks. And it'll be a great time. I will definitely be out there. I will do a review of the shows after that uh, happens. So that's August 20th, Saturday, August 20th, from noon until 7 p.m. in Fort Mason at the Great Meadow. You won't be able to miss it. There's all kinds of public transportation that will take you there. There will be links to the website, how to get tickets from Snag Tickets on www.whatdovaysaid.com, as well as do a search for Bonehead Barbecue, it'll come up. There's also links on the Bone site. I am going to play a triple shot of music that we were talking about in that interview and that it popped in my head to set the right mood. And then I will talk to you about what I have coming up in future weeks. We are back in effect here at What Duvet Said About Music. Robert Bob Duvet is happy to be back on the airwaves and thanking you for joining him. And let's listen to a little music, shall we? With another patented triple shot.
my Duvidians that was a Robert Bob Duvet's patented triple shot I love speaking about myself in the third person what did you hear well let me tell you we heard She's Thunderstorms by the Arctic Monkeys that one goes out to Declan O'Reilly son to Miles he's a big Arctic Monkeys fan as am I that's off their new album Suck It and See it does not suck and you should check it out it's a great record Arctic Monkeys actually will be here to play the Outside Lands Music Festival, which is a three-day event that's going to be in Golden Gate Park. Um, I may or may not be attending one of those days. I'm not quite sure. I'm a little bit uh, bummed out about Another Planet, which is a huge rock promoter out here. Not the local rock promoter that we love so much in O'Reilly Productions, but the more of the giants that like to stick it to you with all the pricing tickets and the exorbitant fees and the yada 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 so it's a little bit of a bummer i wanted to see arctic monkeys in a big way they're playing the independent which would be a great place to see them here in san francisco however you have to have three-day passes to the outside lands festival in order to be eligible to get the tickets we warrant it's sold out now people are scalping those said tickets on craigslist for in excess of a hundred dollars a ticket so i guess that's commerce commerce in action folks so we heard, as I mentioned, Arctic Monkeys doing She's Thunderstorms. Then we did a little Joy Division for Miles. That's a song called Shadow Play. I just like the way that one sounded coming out of She's Thunderstorms. And again for Miles, Donovan doing Cosmic Wheels. We love Donovan here on the What Do They Said About Music show. We love him so much. We urge you to call in and tell us how much you love Donovan. 415-937-0445. Again, go to our website, www.whatdovaysaid.com. You will see the playlist for this show, links to everything, links to mine and Jason's The Tank Podcast, which goes up every Friday afternoon for your listening enjoyment. And as I mentioned, there's going to be links to everything we talked about in my interview 
with Miles and Fiecra. Let's get back to some more music. I'm going to play a couple more shows. But before I do that, I want to share with you what may or may not be coming up in the following weeks. I know for a fact there's going to be an interview with Los Angeles' White Arrows. I saw the White Arrows open up for those darlings out of Nashville at the bottom of the hill last Saturday night. They were great. I sat down and did a quick interview with them. I got some of their tracks on an EP CD release they have. They are working on a new album. They are working on a 7-inch. So this is fresh, fresh, fresh. Hoping to get uh, a written interview with them up on the blog. So look for that in uh, next week or so. But the interview with White Arrows is going to happen next week. So if you want to hear some new music, that show is going to focus on new music. I'm going to touch a little bit on the upcoming Outside Lands Festival in that one. I think. I should have time to do that. Why not? And uh, maybe we'll do a little you know, primer of who I would see if I was going to go and see those shows. Plus there's some other stuff coming to town that I want to talk about. So look for White Arrows interview. Look for Jason and I to do our Odd Pairings dual show. That's where we pick songs where the performers playing together are odd. It's an odd pairing or it's an odd combination or maybe you didn't realize certain musicians played on certain songs. We've been talking about that for a while. We will get to do that. I am going to ACL, the Austin City Limits Music Festival in September. I'm going to do a primer for that one. I'm very excited about that. A lot of feelings on that show and who I will be seeing. And uh, yeah, more will be coming down the pipe. Let's play a double shot. I'll talk at you a little bit more, and then we will wrap it up, folks. That has been, or will be, soon, What Do They Said About Music, issue 32. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little distracted. I'm watching the clock here, and I, I need, to be, need to be getting out the door. So I will help us get out the door with a couple more songs. But I'm 
ladies and gentlemen, Rory Gallagher.
All right, thank you, my Davidians. That was a double shot of Thin Lizzy, Fifiacra, Don't Believe a Word, right into Rory Gallagher doing Cradle Rock. Rory Gallagher is a shredder guitar player. That was off his live album, Irish Tour. We're going to keep it Irish in honor of O'Reilly Productions. I'm going to close out this episode with a song by Shane McGowan and the Popes. And last but not least, Mr. Van Morrison, voice, the voice of, uh, the voice of the God himself, Van Morrison, the poet, as Miles like to call him. So there you go. It has been a great, great time. Thanks for staying with me. Thanks for joining me on this episode of What Duvet Said About Music. We will talk to you again next week, or I will, we being me. Oh, God, I'm tired. It's time to leave. Thanks again, folks.
you can take all the tea in China. Put it in a big brown bag for me. Sail right round all the seven oceans. Drop it straight into the deep blue sea. She's as sweet as Tupelo honey. She's an angel of the first degree. She's as sweet. She's as sweet as Tupelo honey. Just like honey, baby. From the sea, you can't stop us on the road to freedom. You can't keep us, 'cause our eyes can see men within sight, men in granite, knights in armor bent on chivalry.
Baby 